One second, I was gonna start the show, but I think the ice cream man's here. Hey guys, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartorius, and I'm so happy to have you guys here with me today. But what is up, dude? Um, and no, I did not get any ice cream. Okay, I tried. I did. I ran up there, and I hear the jingle echoing throughout the neighborhood. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. And uh, guy never came. Okay. So the problem is that I live on a dead end road. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, and I think I've also talked about my struggles with the ice cream man. That he does not come, dude. Just show up. There's tons of kids waiting on the porch. Some of them are 23 years old, okay? I'm like, come on, dude. I got money. Bring that ice cream here, dude. And I understand I'm 23 years old. I could go and buy some ice cream for myself. I try to remember that. But there's something special about a guy delivering it to you while playing music, bringing it to your home, man. It's just, it's a, it's a dinner and a show, but not. It's just ice cream and it's fun and it's great. And I want it. And it's just a tease, dude. You know how hard it is to just know something's oh so close to you? He's still freaking roaming around around the neighborhood. And I can hear the jingle. And excuse the dog if she's barking. I think she's just as upset as I am. But yeah, dude, what a tease that ice cream man is. I just, oh, man, I want to get him so bad. So yeah, all the rest of us, we just slowly retreat inside sad and having no ice cream you know so if you look at the front window it's just fogged up <laughs> come on where you at ice cream man and he doesn't show it's embarrassing for me and for him he could be making money but it is what it is it's cool but how are you guys doing today dude and before we get into the show i would also say take a look at the set what do you notice things have changed very slightly but what are they first i'd like to say my little man's on my left now or you're right, or you're left. I actually don't know if everything's mirrored. Um, and for the Rubik's Cube, look at that! You would think I made a lot of progress, but I did one side completely. And and after completing said side completely, I realized that I don't need to do all the sides because I can just position it in a way that looks kind of decent. I'm like, wow, I think you might be figuring it out. So for right now, we're just going to leave that like that and make it look like I'm more successful than I am. Abby, get over it! We're all dealing with it in our own way! So anyways, um, she's going to keep on barking until, you know, I don't know what. She thinks that maybe if she yells loud enough that the ice cream man will come back. I know that that won't work because I've been around longer than her and I've tried. He won't. Um, but also, the curtains have switched, dude, all right? So I presented the option. I said, hey, red or blue? What's going on? Do we want red or blue, red or blue, red or blue? And then some people saying, hey, how about both? Both is looking good. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Both is looking good. So the polling continued, and we're getting many of votes for both, okay? Vote for both. And that seems to be the trending pick right now. That is the leading option. However, with a very insightful tip from a fella named at DrewDeca87, you can follow him on Instagram or Twitter or his eBay. I don't know what he's selling outside of interior decorating wisdom. But Drew Decker presented the option. He said, hey, you know what? Actually, now that you've put the, both options on the table, I said, you know what? Yeah, both does look good. But what if you swap the curtains and you put the red to the blue and the blue to the red? Would that not look quite as nice? And I said, you know what? That's an interesting thing that you say here. So I swapped him over and he's totally right, dude. It looks better. And I think the reason he theorized this was because having 
having the blue curtain with the blue skateboard is just too much. She's like, you know, the contrast between the red curtain and the blue skateboard, I think that would just look, look quite nice. Now, Drew is not British, but sometimes when you're that intelligent, you get a British impersonation. Um, so props to him and thank you, Drew Decker. You know, that is a good pal of mine and dare I say my best pal. I mean, I, I won't say that because that's how you develop a big head. I should know. I've got one. But uh, but he is my best pal and he presides. He provides good window. I don't know if he presides. That's that's some sort of um, insight, but like ahead of time. And maybe he does that. I don't know. I'll have to check with him. But um, yeah. So anyways, check check out his eBay and we'll, we'll see what he gets back to us on. Um, but what is going on, guys? I am feeling good, dude. And yeah, the, I think these curtains, they just, they, they add a little bit more to the atmosphere. I always think I'm done talking about the back and I realize I got more to say, okay? Because it's, it's a different kind of world and we can't, we can't thank Drew enough for providing for that. I'll also say having these things on the right side is very beneficial for someone like me who's constantly snacking, okay? You know, hot Cheetos, Takis, bling! You'll never know. That's the beauty of having red right on your right. No one's going to know. There's maybe streaks. You can try and look as close as you want. You won't find it because the color blends so perfectly. So having that right here while I'm just snacking, nothing. You'll never know, dude. So I should probably get an orange one. Um, and that's kind of how I like to dress myself. Dude, I, I wear a lot of red. wear a lot of orange in case for, you know, Cheetos, cheese dust, shrapnel, anything gets stuck on your fingers. And right now, dude, I'm rocking this real cool ranch shirt, you know, just in case. I'm a stainful guy, so you have to coordinate your clothes accordingly <laughs> um but yeah it's red versus blue dude it's red versus blue and it gets very political in a way you know it's 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 kind of just like that you're like wow the blue versus red and red versus blue the red shall take it but maybe the blue will win oh red's gonna get no but you're cheating on blue win check the security tape no but gotta do this someone check the emails you're lying you're lying you're not wrong so it, it's uh becomes this whole freaking debate and we're like i don't know if <laughs> why not both okay so let's stop let's stop playing this freaking game and yes that's how silly i see politics it's basically just one curtain debate to me it's just oh these are just colors we're just debating what and back forth colors but you don't get a british accent for that i take that back i remove it dude because politics is so stupid they don't get a british accent they got a stupid accent because that's what i think of politics um <laughs> and i know i've said this multiple times i don't mean to keep bringing it back up on the podcast that i don't like them that i don't care for them but you know, with midterms rolling around and I take the dog for a walk, I see all the signs. Vote for this person. Vote for that person. Vote for Trump 2024. Vote for anyone but Trump 2024. I'm like, guys, this is just, it's annoying. It's annoying. I don't like it. And I see the stuff online. People are also saying, hey, do your due diligence. You should care about this. You should care about this. You know, and I don't, man. I just think it's kind of silly, but it gets overwhelming when people keep saying, you should, man. And how weird is that in life that someone can be like, hey, you should care about this. You have to care about this. You need to care about this. You can't tell me what I should have to need or want to care about because I don't want to have to need, care, should, care about, right? I think it's just kind of silly. It's like anything, dude. You can't make anybody care about anything. If you're trying to get in a relationship, you can't make this guy or girl care or love about you, right? That's just the way it is. You can't make somebody feel feelings. That's not how life works. So if someone say, hey, you should care about these certain things. I'm like, no, but I don't want to. Okay, so I just don't. It's like 
Someone's like, hey, you have to like this specific meal, right? You should care about these, this specific meal. Got. And I don't like beans, okay? You know, so no matter how many times you say, Tristan, it's your due diligence. You, you, you should have to, need to, want to care about a beef bean stew. I'm like, I don't want to. Do. You know what politics are like? They're like vegetables, okay? To kids, right? And to me. Politics vegetables. You should be having this, right? I know you don't like it. I know you hate it, but it's important, right? It's nutrient, it's nutrients, environment. You know, they just keep trying to shove this freaking thing in your face and, hey, this is good for you. you. Want to be part of it. You don't like it. You hate it. It kind of makes your day a little bit worse. And I know the correlation, their politics aren't good for you, I would say. So, you know, the, uh, the, the, an, uh, analogy ends there, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I don't I don't want the freaking vegetables, okay? So stop trying to push them on. Be like, well, I'm eating my thing. I'm 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 doing the thing. I'm I'm eating no vegetables. I'm taking part. I'm like, yeah, well, good for you, man. But I'm just gonna sit here with my pudding, you know. So I just think it's just becomes a whole big ordeal, man. You shouldn't have to do anything. Um, so if anyone else is like me, I would like to offer you a little bit of advice here, real quick. If you're like me, and whether it's about politics or anything else, and hey, you should be doing this. You should know. You should care. You should want. You should whatever. I will say this, right? This might come as a surprise and a shock to some of you, but there are more than one ways to play the game of life, okay? There are more ways to do it. There's not one set of way, and, you know, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I have no idea. I'm just doing it the way I want to do it. So people, they're like, you're not doing it right. We'll see what your, your life won't be, you know, whatever. We'll tally up the scores in the end, okay? So when we get to the end of life together, we're like, well, how did you live? How did I live? Points, scores, stats, statistics, goals, whatever. Um, and we'll see. You know, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. But I can tell you this much. The stat that I know I'm going to beat you in is smiles per hour, baby. I got you beat, okay? Because I'm having a good time and I'm doing it the way I want to do it. There's more than one ways to skin a cat. And I know, <laughs> dude, that is the most like gruesome and graphic saying you could possibly come up with to say, hey, there's another way to do this. Let's see if we can come up with a saying or a slogan for there's another way. Well, I know. What if they said there's more than one way to skin a cat? Um, and to be honest, even with my extensive imagination, I can't think of another way to skin a cat. And I don't know if I really want to think about it too hard, but it's just, you know. What a, <laughs> so it is what it is, dude. Um, and also, I don't know when this camera is going to cut out. I, I think I touched on it a little bit in the last episode, but this is just going to be a permanent thing. It will cut to black and it'll cut back on. And we're not going to acknowledge anymore. We're just going to let it be what it's going to be. So when it happens, don't freak out. Don't panic. Who turned off the lights? You know, just let it happen. Things will come under control. Maybe I'll lose my train of thought occasionally. Probably I will. Um, but... It'll, it'll just be what it is until we keep on progressing the show. But anyways, what is actually going on? What's happening? What's my week been like, dude? I watched the dumbest movie of all time, okay? So I've seen a lot of movies. I love movies. I love the experience of movies, okay? So people are like, this is a bad movie. I don't like it. I'll be like, yo, I love it. It's good because I just see them as an experience, a thing where I can buckle up, usually with ice cream if the ice cream man ever came, and I watch this thing, and I'm excited, and, you know, I'm wiping it here. Um, but with some movies, it's not just about the story. Okay, so if the story's bad, I can get by with it. But I watched a movie, okay? It was called The Little Things. Now, I, it's not really hard for me to find a movie to watch. I just watch them all because I like them all. But for this one, I saw Denzel Washington was in it. And usually when Denzel Washington's in something, you know it's going to be a banger. 
you know he's bringing the heat. You know he only picks the best groups in town. So I see that Denzel's in this. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great, man. And I'm not going to try and spoil it or go through the whole thing. I think it only came out like last year um, or whenever. But it's basically a murder mystery. And they go through the whole step. Somebody kills some people and he's trying to find him. And he's like, I'm not the guy. He's like, I think you're the guy. But they can't find proof. So they're going back and forth, back, going back and forth, going back and forth. The whole movie is just like, well, did he or did he not do it? It's like a game of clue. Who done it? Um, so the reason I'm so furious about this movie. So the whole up until like 80% of it, good, great movie. I mean, I had in my seat. Who did it? Oh, my gosh. Did he really do it? I have no idea. We get to the end of this thing. And the guy that they think may or may not have done it, they kill him, and we never get to find out who did it. It's like, what the heck? So I know these are like these stupid artistic endings. Well, well, it's it's kind of more of a psychological process. Maybe you can find of devoted for yourself. Do you think he did it? Do you think he done it? And it's just like, no, shut up, dude. I came here for an experience. It's not even about how good the story is, but when you are selling me a whodunit, when you're selling me a mystery, a check yes or no, oh, what is the answer? The whole movie is building up to one question, and you don't answer it. Get out of here, dude. That's so in two hours, man. I've invested my time, my life, my emotions into the feelings of these feelings and characters. And I'm like, yo, I care about this guy. I care about his children. His children are going to get into a good college. You know, I just, I, I'm invested, right? You are emotionally invested for two hours length. It's just enough time to really care about these characters. And I don't even know. I don't, I don't know, dude. It's, just, it's annoying. And this has happened multiple times. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before as well, dude. Because it's like, what do you... Oh, man. Why? But why, dude? I don't need these super psychological endings. Think about it. But how's, how's your interpreted ending? Screw interpreted ending, right? Listen, do artistic interpretation endings have their place in this art form in movies or something? No, dude. They should never exist. I don't... I come to you for the story. Give me the story. You can't give me half of it. Like, at what point did you not take the film class? Beginning, middle, end. Not beginning, middle. I don't know. Give me that satisfaction. It's like, oh, it's it's like the ice cream man coming most of the way down the street, but he never actually gets here. It's so dumb, dude. So dumb. So anyways, um, I was not thrilled, and I need to find a new movie just to watch, just to find something that has an ending, dude. And the ending's the most important part. You could biff the whole beginning, middle, and up to that point. Just answer the question, man. Just answer the question. And then, after the point, so basically, the guy had, he had killed someone who had, this like little girl who had a, a, beret or whatever and like, we gotta find the beret the whole movie is basically like, we gotta find that red beret we find the red beret that'll be the evidence they don't ever get the evidence they never find it and after they kill him right before the movie ends he gives the guy a red beret and he's like hey we got him and the guy finally finds a relief because he's like traumatized the way i am he's like oh my gosh i had no idea this whole time i've been thinking and wondering did we get the guy was was it a yes or no was he good or bad and he sees that he gives him the red beret and he's like yes we got it. Finally, I can live a life of peace. And it cuts back to the guy throwing out the trash that he just bought a red beret from the store. It was a fake red beret. So we st they give me a fake, a fake. And that's like the freaking ice cream man coming all the way down to my house, pulled in the driveway just to do a U-turn and get out of here, dude. So I'm very passionate about this, okay? I don't like it. 
fix it, okay? Make a director's cut. Make an extended ending of the version. Just give me closure. And in, in life, how often do we seek closure? All the time. I mean, I, this is getting too deep for me because now I'm just wandering into uncharted territory where I have questions that I can't answer. But closure, guys. Give me closure, whatever that really means, dude. Whatever closure entails, I want it. I've never needed and desperately hoped for closure so bad. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go to therapy just for that reason. Like, you need to get closure. I'm like, yeah, but the problem is it's not in my control. I'm like, well, you're making progress. It's good now that you're understanding it's not in your control. And, oh, my gosh, he solves his own problems again. Um, <laughs> I take care of myself. But anyways, guys. I'm right. It is out of my control. I should just let it go. Um, so what else is going on outside of that, outside of the fuming freaking heat that I have? I've been still working hard at that 400 auditions, dude. Grinding through. I think we're at 350 now. Somewhere close. We're nearing the end. Again, the YouTube video, it's taking a lot of time. A lot of different steps. A lot of things are intertwined and... I'm just trying to get through it. Okay. I'm excited. Um, and I hope you guys love it when we get to see it. But also... Um, it's been a nice learning process, you know, to learn how to do specific reads and, and formatting and submissions and stuff. And the one thing I think I've learned the best is to not end an email with sent from my iPhone. <laughs> you know, that default little tagline it gives you. Um, so this happened a couple times where people are like, hey, we want you for your project. You know, we love your voice. Give us the thing. And, and I break it down. I give them a nice, big, long professional. I'm like, hey, you know, Tristan, come on. Punctuation out the wazoo. I'm giving them the rates, the expectancy, deadlines, tones, pitches, cadences. You know, we're talking very professionally. And then it ends with, hey, sent from my iPhone, by the way, which is fine. It's good to send an email from your iPhone. It's nice and convenient. It just means I'm getting back to them right away as soon as possible. But I can't even change. I can't even take the time to change the default tagline. So I did. I was like, oh, Gosh, it's just a noob mistake, dude. 400 sent from my iPhones. No, it's not that many. I did learn my lesson, but that was a very critical point that I'm glad I, I figured out and caught on to before it was too late. Um, man, I don't know what our time... Oh, I do know it's it's, it's 17 minutes. Um, dude, I have a couple things I really want to talk about, but I'll probably save them for the next episode just because I think they're going to be lengthy, but I don't know. Um, but also, I don't know how long this episode's going to go in the beginning. I know that we're just going to go past 20 minutes, and then we'll just see where it goes. We ramble and let that run. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything specific, so I just, I'll just tell you about my day, dude. I <laughs> I went to the store today, dude, and this was this is interesting, and, and I don't know if it's very valuable information, but I went to the store, and I saw these socks. I was looking for shoelaces. just bought some new shoes. But I, I saw these socks, which, by the way, the store had no shoelaces. Big bummer. I went to three different stores, no shoelaces. Outside of the point. Um, I see these socks, and I see it says diabetic socks. And I'm like, what the? Diabetic socks? I didn't know they made diabetic socks. And, like, and, and immediately, this kind of made me laugh because... In my head, I, listen, this isn't something I should say. It's not that great. It's, it's pretty insensitive. Um, and nevertheless, I guess I'm going to say it on the internet. Uh, but anyways, when I saw it, it made me laugh a little bit because in my head, knee-jerk reaction, I, I, I don't always think about the in-between stuff, the, the actual conditions, the actual things. I just think, oh, diabetes, they have socks for specific conditions. <laughs> kind of funny. And I chuckled at it out loud. And then I saw my peripherals. Someone was right behind me, and I turn around, and it's a it's a cutout of Kevin Hart selling a freaking sports drink, and I jump back. I'm like Kevin Hart. 
Um, so I got like embarrassed in front of the standouts. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I like I didn't mean to be laughing at that. It's just it's it was a knee jerk reaction. I don't know why, guys. And I feel like that should be okay, you know, because sometimes you have knee jerk reactions. I'm not saying this is supposed to, the that's me laughing at diabetic socks was not supposed to be the funny part. The funny part was that I got embarrassed in front of a cutout <laughs> of an actor um, selling a sports drink that I probably should have gotten. I have no idea. Um, but anyways. You should be allowed. You should be allowed to forget things. Okay, I, I forgot in the moment about the struggles that people with diabetes may be facing. And I forget about that. I saw diabetic socks. Like, that's funny. They have socks. And also, why do they need the socks? What's it going to be? Are socks going to be the cure? Like, how many different cures could we be searching for for diabetes or whatever it is? Like, if you see some sort of, like, if you saw Alzheimer's socks, wouldn't that kind of make you laugh? Like, in a way, you're like, <laughs> what? What does that mean? Like, is that going to restore his memory? Um, you know, like, so it's kind of dark. But also when you see the socks, like, what is the, what is the socks for? So I was a little embarrassed. But then I got closer to read it because I was like, you know, I, I, that was pretty shameful of me. I'm going to get closer. I'm going to look at these socks. And it has to do with the restriction, the blood flow, right? So it actually has looser elasticity on the top of the foot to help with the feet. I'm like, dang. So it's actually scientifically, it's a good diabetic sock. I'm like, this is interesting. And, and, uh. So that was all well and good, dude. And I was like, you know what? I was wrong. These things are pretty cool. And then I felt the socks, okay? And when I say these things were the softest socks I had ever felt in my life, I'm barely exaggerating, okay? So I think even Kevin Hart behind me is like, dang, dude. And I was like, I didn't know he could move. Um, so I touched these socks. I'm like, holy crap. And for a brief moment, I forgot about everything again. A little insensitive. I went, dude, I wonder if I could get diabetes just to wear these socks. And I know that's not a great thought to have, okay? Again, it's insensitive, dude. It's not great. It's not a, a the right thing to do, but I forgot in the moment. We should uh, you should be allowed to forget things in the moment. I forgot about everything out the window. I was like, "Damn. I forgot the condition. I forgot about what I'd have to face to have actually have diabetes. You know, thank God for being healthy. And I pray that everybody out there who has diabetes is, you know, going through it and getting the help that they need. And hopefully you guys are wearing the most comfortable socks in the world. But when I touched these things, I went, dang, I want them. Okay. And I don't know if I'm allowed to wear them. I don't know what the rules are on diabetic socks. I just heard about them for the first time because I didn't know if Kevin Hart behind me was going to be judging me. He's like, you shouldn't, you can't be wearing diabetic socks, freaking imposter syndrome. These are for the specific group of people that need them. So God forbid there's a, a shortage of diabetic socks because I'm just walking around so comfortable gliding um, and people who really need them don't. So yeah, maybe that's a little insensitive. Maybe it's wrong to say it definitely is, but you didn't feel these socks, dude. They were comfortable, man. Um, so anyways, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I was feeling again, dude, I forgot and it was insensitive and that's not the funny part. The funny part was that I went through this whole experience with a cutout of Kevin Hart. Um, so anyways, yeah, it looks like we're at 22 minutes. We're mostly through the show just about fully. And now I know that I don't have time for the Rex rest. We're just going to walk away now. Um, no, I don't have time to go through the rest of my notes. I do have a couple things I want to talk about, but I will leave them for the next episode. And I think they'll be equally as exciting when you get to that point because it's like waiting for something um, unlike the little things, the movie, I will actually deliver to you in the end. Although not this ending, so I guess you're going to have to wait for the sequel. And maybe that's on me. So um, I guess it's up to you psychologically try and interpret this ending and figure out what I was going to say. What is it? What are the notes? What's so thrilling that I'm like, I hey, hold on, I'm gonna save this for another episode. Um, so, anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Full Circus. This has been a great, fantastic episode, even if it's a little sensitive. I'm sorry, but 
you know, I'm going through a lot. This that freaking movie really messed me up. Um, I love you. Peace out. I'll see you in the next one. Um, I'm gonna go buy some ice cream for real now. Abby, shut up! I'll buy you some socks later. <laughs>